0: labor torres and masahiro tanaka just wow good evening to all of my fellow fans of those alcs savages in the box welcome to episode 17 of the app yankees podcast where we yap about the yanks and nothing but the yanks as always i am your host mike scudero here on this sunday evening october 13th 2019 anticipating game two of the american league championship series going live from houston how's everybody doing for yet another week, we're doing Yapping Yankees without much of a voice as far as as far as far vocal strength. I know, obviously, I, I do have a voice as you're listening to the podcast now and, and as you can hear, but it's not at full capacity, and that's why there's no big enthusiastic, uh, good evening or anything like that from the beginning. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to go on majority vocal rest as far as the entire day today, and if I didn't do that, my voice would sound significantly worse right now because I think I did significant damage to my vocal cords after last night, after game one, because I was just going insane at home watching game one, but thankfully into today, um, except for the time we have to record this podcast, of course, I've been on majority vocal rest. I haven't spoken much to anybody, and fortunately, my voice is good enough to sound at least decent for the podcast, so that's good news, right? But let's face it. If you don't lose your voice at least once in the postseason, are you really doing it right as a as a fan? I don't really I don't really think you are. So if I have to do yapping Yankees without my voice being at full strength, then so be it. It is what it is. <laughs> also, before we get into it, I might as well just mention I'm using the old mic again for this week. Not only because I was in a rush to just get this podcast going, and my and my new microphone takes longer to set up, but I don't know. I feel like I I felt I'd like just like alternate microphones. I suppose I, I didn't. I didn't really think that to be too much of a big deal, and I uh, figured just hop on the old mic again and see how it goes, but so we're, we're doing the podcast on the old mic as far as this week, next week I might do it on the new one, that's the benefit of having two mics guys, you don't have, there's no pressure, use whichever one you feel like using that particular week, and as far as asking everybody how the audio sounded on the new microphone after last week's show, everybody seemed to think that the audio sounded fine, so I, I guess both microphones are fine, and that gives me the luxury of being able to switch to whichever one I want, whenever I want. So that's definitely good. So I guess I'm alterna- alternating. <laughs> well, let's get things started as always, giving our first of many shout-outs yet again, on this new edition of Yapping Yankees, to the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. They feature Team Left Jab Boxing Radio, Team Left Jab Uncensored, and, of course, the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. Go follow Team Left Jab on all social media platforms and check out their sports content across anywhere that you find podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, iHeart, anything you can think of everywhere. Be sure to check out Team Left Jab. So, now, as always, after the team left jab shout out, of course, as you know, we always get to the Instagram and Twitter poll that I put up each and every week for the Yapping Yankees podcast. And last week, if you remember, last week's poll was very popular and hit about 600 votes, which is awesome. And this one this week for today, this one's probably going to go over 500 again by the time it's done. It's over 450 right now. So, again, you know, I'm, I just really appreciate all of the awesome interaction and all of the feedback. It really does seem like you guys enjoy the material, how I do the polls every week. It, it gets some good interaction. It gets people talking. It's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it personally. I love reading the replies and giving everybody their shout-outs and, and just hearing what's on your minds as far as the questions I ask every week on Instagram and Twitter. I enjoy doing it. So I'm glad to do it again for yet another edition of Yapping Yankees. And I did post one this morning on Twitter and Instagram. So here is the poll of this week. The question was, who will win Game 2 tonight in Houston? Now, in case you don't know, you're probably listening to this after Game 2 already happened. So please know that I'm recording this at around 6.30 or 7.00. So this is before Game Two's happening. So this is previous Game 2 Mike Scudero. This is not post-Game 2 Mike Scudero, because if this was post-Game 2 Mike Scudero, then you'd probably be hearing a much crazier version of myself, and I, I just didn't really want to do that to myself, I don't really know, but I just wanted to be sure to record this, and, and just, you know, just before the game starts, so I could sit here and enjoy the baseball game at its at its fullest, and, and j- just do it, you know? So I, I figured, and, and you know, it's best to do it since it's before the game and I could just get this question out of the way so it's more authentic and see what people are thinking before the game starts. Because obviously there'll be a bunch of replies after the game's over. More people probably reply saying, oh, they're going to lose because uh, guess what, they just lost. Or, oh, they're going to win because what. guess what, they just won. So just to prevent all that nonsense from happening, it makes more sense to do it now before the game starts. So before we know the outcome of the game which is probably, when you do know the outcome of the game, that's probably when you're going to be listening to this, because this show is going to be uploaded either just when the game starts or maybe just before. So I totally get if nobody listens to this right before it goes up. So right when it goes up, I I don't blame you. You're probably going to end up listening tomorrow, and that's great for you. But for now, before the game starts, the question is, who will win Game 2 tonight in Houston? The two choices, of course, were the obvious ones, Yankees and Astros. And now I know I'm asking this question... For the majority of Yankees Twitter, Astros Twitter, or any other Twitter of any opposing team, teams fans that are happen to see the the poll, everybody is welcome to vote in the poll. I don't care which team you root for. I want any and all interaction that I can get. So, of course, and of course with these polls, I really. I, I do just hope that whenever everybody answers it, I just really sit there hoping, hey, I wish everybody, I hope everybody can be as objective as I, as I am and just honestly and and with as little bias as possible, just answer this poll with, th- with their true unbiased opinion, as objective as possible. But I, I do realize that there are a lot of people that can't be objective and that's fine. So, of course, it, it, both the polls, I expected it to be a little closer, especially, you know, I just expected a little more level-headedness or maybe just people are over are confident and that's fine. If you're confident, God bless you. I'm confident too. But I expected a little bit more evenness, especially because of the Astros throwing Verlander out there tonight. But the poll right here on Twitter, 88% of people voted for the Yankees and 12% voted for the Astros. Now again, this is nearly 500 people right now having voted. This is not a couple of people voting. So this is... This is pretty crazy. The Yankees won this by a landslide. So a lot of you are very confident in the fact that the Yankees are going to take a 2-0 series lead on the road and come back home to the Bronx, up two games to none. Now, I wouldn't be surprised, surprised that this happened, and that's not taking anything away from Justin Verlander. He's an incredible pitcher that's had the Yankees' number for years. But anything can happen in the playoffs. Everything regular season is thrown out the window, of course, in the playoffs. And this is a much different Yankees' team than the ones he faced in the playoffs in 2017, for instance, as we know. So let's get into some of the replies, because there were a lot of them. A lot. So first off, my friend Scotty Marsh. He he hates the Yankees, so it's really, it's it's funny to, to read his replies. At SimNTID is, is his at. Stroh's 5-2. to two, So he has the Astros winning. All right, fair enough. My good friend James Celestin, at Anime Soldier, oh one. one I think Yankees will find a way to win tonight. I know Verlander is tough, but I think if the Yankees continue this approach, they can get to him. I'm confident in our boys. Hashtag chase to 28. I, for one, am in agreement with all these confident things because I am a firm believer in the fact, and I've said this many times in the podcast. If you're a regular listener, you know this. I truly think that this is the Yankees year despite how tough the Astros are. And I'm not surprised, although the Rays made it interesting that we got this matchup in the ALCS, because it's almost like destiny. It really is. So up next, we had at Bronx Bama 260 Astros poll, results will be the other way around. It is what it is. <laughs> That's exactly what I said before. <laughs> Maybe it would be, but again, anyone and everyone is welcome to interact on these polls. And I would like to think that as many Yankee fans as possible use their objective and as unbiased opinion as possible. My good friend, my brother, Matt O'Leary, at Matt O'Leary NY, be sure to follow Matt everywhere, guys. Strohs, Yanks did their job getting one on the road. It goes back to New York Tide. That's definitely fair. And that's that's actually what I posted on Twitter not long ago. I, di- I did say before the series started against the Astros that as the road team, you have to be sure... That you don't, you know, it doesn't always happen, and that's fine if it doesn't. Because luckily, if you go down two zero and come back home down 2-0 in a best of seven series, it's not the end of the world. But you don't, you'd rather it be otherwise. As the road team, the best thing to try and do is to at least win one on the road. You want to at least split, especially if you take care of business in your home stadium like the Yankees do. So that's the goal. So Matt's right; they at least definitely did their job by at least that spl- uh, by at least sp- splitting, but. If they do, if they are to come back home 2-0 on the Astros, that makes it even better. At Amber00924, Amber's another good friend of mine on Twitter. Yankees are winning game two. Momentum is on our side. There is nothing stopping us. This is our year. Number 28, here we come. Love it. See, those are, those are the cool replies that I just love. Now, I'm just I'm just scrolling through this because I know a lot of people like to reply to other people's replies. And if you're on Twitter, then you know this. Sometimes replies get buried when that happens because I only I only scroll through the, the direct replies to my poll, not the replies to other replies to the poll, if you know what I mean. So so I'm just scrolling through because a lot of people I know replied to Amber's reply. So at Gemini Goddess 7 said I agree with Amber, of course, and at Josh X 1993 said this is the Astros future in the series, their defense will allow runs for the Yankees like this. and it's a it's that gif of all the cartoon men just like going, marching around the bases holding each other's shoulders like in a conga line. (laughs) It's funny. My good friend Frankie at Frankie's Too Loud. Here's my reason, and it's a gif, it's a video, rather, of Conor McGregor saying many explicit things that I am not going to say on the podcast. So Frankie's very confident in the team winning. (laughs) It's funny. My lovely girlfriend Vic at Vic Salimo. I'd love to say the Yankees, but I voted the Astros. Because the Astros, for one, are still are a good team. And secondly, I think that after last night, they may have some fire in their bellies to put up a good fight. That doesn't mean we won't win the whole series, though. Let them try. No? Okay, fair enough. At Tony Martin, at Tony51Martin, the Yankees, we're going to keep it close and win the game. Houston's bullpen is going to blow it. Huh, okay. All righty, that's, that's, that's interesting. Let's keep on going down the list here. There's a lot of people. At VR, Srineth. <laughs> Lots of weird ads here. Again, apologize in advance if I horribly botch anybody's at. All, statis- all statistics point to Astros coming back and winning one. But I'm not writing off a 2-0 lead to the Yankees tonight. This team has people that can trouble Verlander, and for once Astros are on the spot. If Paxton pitches like an ALDS and bats stay alive, it's gonna be a good I guess he meant gooden, like good one. <laughs> I really wish people would just like type out full words on social media sometimes because like it just it just like messes with my brain sometimes. <laughs> I don't, I just I just have issues. <laughs> Tony Walker at Krang forty four. Because we don't have to beat Verlander, we just need to match him. 27 outs, no matter how you get there. If it turns into a bullpen contest, I like our chances. That's, that's a valid comment, Tony. And I even replied to it saying one of, if not the best replies. That's, that's a good one. Tina, at MountainGal456. One of my favorites on Twitter as well. I think the Yankees will win as they played with a lot of confidence last night, which I believe will carry over to the next game. Our starting pitchers have been good. And the bats are all coming alive at the same time. That's also true. Gino Horvath, at SFLL Coach. Yankees, just like last night, we are all well-rested, and we showed that we can win in Houston against any pitcher. Our game plan isn't changing one bit. All right, fair enough. At superunknown underscore 18, I honestly think we will. Now versus Cole, I'm concerned. Thankfully, that's in the Bronx. I also think Houston relies a lot on stealing signs, and we seem to have made that a lot harder. There's a lot of stealing signs controversy going around. Robert Piscotti says, Miss Upton will give up a home run or two. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yankee bullpen will shut them down, except Maben or Hicks to have a big hit. All righty, then. At Nikki B underscore 04, Nikki, another favorite. Just says, Yankees. I said, short and sweet. I like it. And she says, straight to the point. I, I admire it. Nikki's a humongous Judge fan. Go follow her. She's, very, she's electrifying on the timeline. Mike G. Now, here's an at for you. At Palagaki Mike. Uh, that, that's the best try I'm having at that, Mike. I'm sorry. But it, it, again, you could just find all these people if you scroll through the replies to the poll. <laughs> I feel that Paxton will pitch well enough to give the Yankees a chance. Verlander isn't untouchable. The Yankees scored some runs off him in the regular season. Yankees might not score a lot, but I feel they can win if the pitching keeps up. All right. At Yankees' couch, the Yankees will score in the early innings, which will get into Verlander's head. That could certainly be an interesting start to it if that happens, without a doubt. At official 52011 underscore two, I think Houston will because Verlander has done well against the Yankees, but I would be shocked if the Yankees win game two. All right, fair enough. That that's that's not that's not unfair with how Verlander's done against the Yankees in the past. Lisa at Bronx Bombers forty six, we got momentum, baby. I guess that's true. Thomas Scudero at Thomas Scud. This is my little brother with as with a very on brand answer for him. His reply is Yankees are better. Okay, Thomas, great analysis. <laughs> oh my goodness, so on brand. Matt O'Malley at Matt O'Malley 6. JV is the man, and he will not let his boys fall down 2 0. Love Yanks, but tip cap to JV. All righty. Fair enough. Unless we got at Rich Rollin underscore Lee. Verlander, high pitch count early, goes to bullpen and gets destroyed. All righty. At Eric underscore Pellis, I don't think Paxton is a good matchup with Houston. They proved against Tampa that they can come out in the first inning to take control in a must game. Paxton has been one of the worst pitchers in giving up first, first inning runs all season. Well, that is true throughout much of the season, but if you recall, prior to the Minnesota start in the ALDS in game one, I believe, when he did give up a first inning run again, he did go through that long stretch with the victories, consecutive starts in a row, and for a long, long time, Paxton seemed to have really figured out those first-inning struggles, and for many, many starts in a row, he did not give up a, a run in the first inning. So that might not apply for tonight, but you are right. There, there are many times in the season where Paxton struggled in the first inning. That's true. But hey, who knows what will who happen tonight? We'll see. At MEG underscore NYC. I voted Yankees because good vibes, confidence. I also think the most realistic outcome is Yanks in six. Hope for a sweep. Be realistic. Respect the talent we're facing. That's true as well. Got to respect the Astros. At XXHitman23XX, because we are hashtag savages in the box. Let's go, Yankees. All righty, then. Then up next, we have at yankeesfan twenty eighth. we going to win game two. Again, nice and simple to the point at CA Wolfgang Yankees momentum certainly counts for something all the hype seems to be about Verlander but what about Paxton he may not have been the name brand like Verlander but he has the talent Yankees are so motivated to win it all at home that's true <laughs> can't rob can't argue with that app at, at rob rod tech 00 Astros cannot go 1 through 9 down this lineup and not get tired or lose focus They won't pitch mistake-free, which has to happen when dealing with the Yankees. They won't focus. They they won't match New York's focus. All righty, then. That that's that's another good point because you have to imagine this Yankee lineup how tough they are, one through nine. You know, and pitchers are going to make mistakes at some points. It's bound to happen. Definitely right about that. No one can pitch absolutely. You know, even in perfect games, some pitchers will say, oh, yeah, I'd like to have that pitch back or that pitch back. You know, a ball's bound to slip out of someone's hand at least once. It happens. We're humans. At Yankees guy 93 Yankees will win. Offense has been clicking. Defense has been on point. Verlander's pitching on four days rest after being on three days rest before that. He's definitely right about that. Verlander did not look pretty in Tampa when he was on three days rest. At Nicky Stiglia, Yankees, I think they're on a high. I think they can hit Verlander and I think Paxton follows suit with how Tanaka pitched yesterday. Well, that is, Tanaka, you can't deny that. And by the way, I tweeted it last night too, if anybody ever says that playoff Tanaka is not a thing anymore, just please unfollow me, block me, do whatever you have to do, because you're just not paying attention. Playoff Tanaka is a thing. Clutch is a thing. And Tanaka defines it. So get over it that's that's just it right there at robert porubski i'm that i or Porubsky. yeah Perubsky. i'm sorry robert that's <laughs> they're very complicated names yankees they'll use the same strategy as last night and it'll it will again work they will finally defeat verlander in a playoff game it'd be a fitting spot for him then we have abnorm abnorm abnormity i think that's it <laughs> It's going to be 2 0 Yankees after the first. Another person thinking that the Yankees will score early. Then we have at They Call Me Tar. There's just a different feeling about this team. I think they come back to New York up two games to nothing. Their game plans have been on point all postseason with stellar defense. Too deep off a lineup to contain for nine innings. He said too deep off a I think he meant too deep of a lineup. So that's that. Then Greg F. says. Team is on a mission. Hashtag Mission 28. Fair enough. At Pauline Yan 1, Verlander has to finally lose a game to us. We're on the roll. At Miguel underscore G1, I want to say Yankees, but I think Verlander gives a slight advantage. I think Houston will be more patient tonight at the plate, and I think the Yankees are going to use a lot of bullpen arms, including the more unreliable ones. There have certainly been a lot of nights where people have questioned Boone's bullpen usage. Even last night when taking Tanaka out at 68 pitches, I was even one of those that questioned it. So maybe they will. Who knows? Then after Miguel, we had at Hamburger Halls. Verlander still isn't rested enough. Maybe he isn't. Maybe he is. We'll see tonight. At underscore Matt J-O. Yankees will wait for JV's fastball. Plate discipline is through the roof right now. They'll wait for their pitches. That's definitely, definitely true. Of course, there are pitches where they chase, you know, out of the strike zone at times. Every every team does that at one point or another, guys. You can't really avoid that. But for the most part, the Yankees have really just waited on their pitches, and they've really drawn out a lot of the at-bats and been smart at the plate. That's definitely true. At Jay Bowsipes, the Yankees have been good all season, but they've never been this good because they have not played with this lineup all season. So far, they're 4-0 and have outscored their opponents 30-7. to That's a lot of outscoring right there. At Chris Leon Johns, for some reason he added the New York City Football Club. I have no idea what soccer has to do with this, but okay, suit yourself. Still giving you your shout-out because you're a platinum man of my word. At Marcus J. Barlow, the 2019 Yankees are a team of destiny. So I assume that means you chose the Yankees, Marcus. <laughs> At Stillo underscore Frank. Wow, after Verlander's last performance and the Yankees' overwhelming power and strength last night, I don't know how I can not have confidence that they'll somehow win game two. At Yankee Soprano, Yankees, even if they don't get to Verlander, they can crack the Astros bullpen. Our bullpen is men amongst boys compared to the Astros. You're not wrong there. At the Rice Crispy, Yankees, because like a good glaber, Torres is there. All right, clearly inspired by John Sterling. <laughs> All good with me. At Pito Will, because the Yankees are savages in the box. <laughs> All right. And that, and also, we just have a lot more replies underneath a lot of other people's replies. I'll, I know a lot of people replied to Yankee Soprano, too, so I'll try to find some others. All right, here's, here's another one. Yankee Man, at my boy Jeter. The only thing getting me about tonight's Verlander start—he punted his last playoff start away on short rest. He will definitely want to win tonight on his regular rest. I don't see him losing two games in a row, especially after punting one. I—I I don't know if he punted it. He, he must have just been a little tired on short rest. I—I don't know. I mean, they did say that he requested to pitch. Like he wanted—he wanted to throw Game Three, or Four, rather, or whichever. He—he he was on. He was when he was on short rest. He did go to AJ Hinch, and he was like, "I want to pitch." So, that seems to be all the Twitter replies. I mean, I know there are probably some others that maybe replied to some other replies here. And again, your comments get hidden sometimes when that happens. So, please just be sure to reply to the poll itself if you want me to see it. Because I know there were a lot of replies. There's around 50 replies. That's a lot. And I think I got most of you. I think I did. So, if you didn't, you're probably getting a shout out anyway. Because, you know, you're, you're awesome. Just Just keep replying to them. Just keep doing it. Now, before we move on to the Instagram poll, what I wanted to do was I wanted to give Tina at MountainGal four five six one of my good Twitter friends another shout out because she DM'd me with another with another question worth talking about. And she said she said, "Looks like everyone is stepping up for the Yankees, except I don't see Ottavino stepping up on the big stage." She says, "Possibly a talking, uh, you know, a topic of discussion." Now, of course, this was before yesterday, before Adovino score you know, worked a scoreless inning in the seventh, but before this, you know, Tina wasn't, you know, she wasn't totally wrong about how Adovino has been struggling lately, and I'm not sure about him not stepping up on the big stage, because, you know, for five and a half months of the year, until he found some struggles in September, he was, he was fantastic, but I, I do think that it's definitely a point worth talking about, how before yesterday, before working that scoreless seventh inning, that Adovino was really having some trouble ge- even getting an out because there were a couple of times where Boone just bought him in literally to, to get one out, and he couldn't do that. So that's that's definitely a talking point of discussion for that, and I hope he does find his stuff. He looked significantly better last night in Game 1, so hopefully that's a point of turning around for Adovino. But, Tino, you weren't totally wrong to bring that up because before that, even in the Twin series and especially in the last week of the season and even a bit before that in a few of his appearances throughout September, Adovino was not looking good at all. So I did want to give you another shout-out for DMing me that, because as you know, you can also DM me if you want on Twitter, at Mike Scudero, as always. If you want me to bring up another point of discussion and give you another shout-out, if you'd like, we could definitely do that, as Tina does, because Tina, Tina's a very supportive listener of Yapping Yankees, and I always appreciate her interactions and discussions. So before we get on to the... The news, really, as we are right now in the Yankees world, there's not too much to talk about other than the Giancarlo news that came out just a couple hours ago about him straining his quad, which we'll get to. But other than that, really, you know, and just talking about the series, there's not too much to discuss. So after we get to the Instagram, the Instagram poll interaction, there won't be too much left to do on this edition of Yapping Yankees. It'll probably be about, I don't know, 45-ish minutes. But let's get to the Instagram poll as well. Same thing of course, who do you feel is going to win game 2 tonight in Houston? And this is a big landslide as well. Yankees win 92% to 8%. So a lot of confident people out there. There is a there are a lot. So I got a couple of replies to this as well on Instagram. First off, I have Carl Lucio 921. He replied saying, Verlander is 36 years old. Yankees have seen enough of this man in the past. So obviously Carl thing said, hey, the Yankees have seen enough. They're finally going to figure him out and they're going to go out there and do good in game two and win. So then we have Matt Schwartz.14, a friend of my brother's. Yankees have so much momentum. Love watching these guys play. That's the spirit, Matt. And now finally, the last shout out. I want... (laughs) This is going to be an extended one. This is my brother's good friend, TeganGram23. Be sure to follow this kid on both Twitter and Instagram. The The username and the ad is the same. TeganGram23 on both platforms. I'll first give his reply to this poll. He said, I really do feel that the Yankees will win tonight. After the absolutely commanding win last night, I'm very confident about the Yankees. I do, however, think that Jose Altuve will have a good game tonight against the lefty Paxton. Now, take this kid seriously because Tegan made an unbelievable prediction that I was going nuts about on Twitter last night after it actually came true. Yesterday... At 2.30 in the afternoon, way before Game 1 even happened, this stud messages me. Now, I've known Teigen for years and years, because as I said, he's a friend of my brother's. This kid is a savant. He's awesome. He messaged me at 2.30 in the afternoon, saying, you can call me a weirdo for this, but in the top of the sixth, with two outs, someone on the Yankees is going to hit a home run tonight. He said this at 2.30 in the afternoon yesterday and i posted this on twitter if you don't believe me go to my twitter page and find this tweet i posted this picture of this thing that he sent me on my instagram dms find it i'm not kidding and of course if you were recalling game 1 yesterday you do recall that in the top of the 6th with two outs john carlos stanton hit a hit a solo home run tegan got this really specific and outlandish opinion and and just prediction he got it right on the nose. We ran around my block when it happened. We literally darted out of my house and ran a lap. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. We couldn't believe that he got that right. Absolutely wild. It was so funny. So when, when he says that, hey, Altuve might have a good game off Paxson tonight, <laughs> you best take it seriously. And if he does, then you know even more for sure to take Tegan seriously. Because this kid knows what in the living hell he's talking about (laughs) as far as predictions go. But I wanted to give him an extra shout-out for both his call yesterday and his reply to my poll on Instagram because he just deserves it. Be sure to follow him. He's a baseball savant, this kid. He's only 15 years old. He's a legend. (laughs) Uh, We need more people like that in the world. (laughs) So, so funny. But in any event, now that we're done with the... With the poll on Instagram and Twitter and all the shoutouts. I hope I did get all of you. I'm pretty sure I did. I'd like to thank you once more. Each and every one of you for always voting and replying and interacting and getting involved and engaged in discussion. It's always so, so much fun. I enjoy doing it all the time. It's a blast. I really appreciate your interactions. And please please do keep giving these polls as as much action as they're seeing. Because once this poll is done, once this poll from today is done... It'll definitely be well over 500 votes, and the one from last week had about 600. So there's a lot of interaction on these polls lately, and a lot of replies to go with them. Keep it up. (laughs) So, as far as news on the Yankees' forefront, we usually go with news in the weekly recap, then what's ahead or what's going on right now. So... Really quickly on the news, there's not much to talk about other than the playoff series that have happened and are going on, of course, the ALCS being, and just the news that came out early about Giancarlo Stanton. Of course, as we know, he's strained his quad. And according to Boone, it's it, you know he was saying he is available to pinch hit if absolutely needed, but we'll see how they handle him as far as playing or starting for the rest of the series. I'm pretty sure I heard Boone say that he hopes that Stanton is back starting you know before the series ends, at least Game Four, Game Five, or something like that. You definitely wants Stanton around for the World Series for without a doubt, and especially because you know yesterday finally had a big home run that was huge. And I was so happy for him because if you know me, you know I'm a big Stanton defender, and I was really happy for him that that happened. Really glad. And I know a lot of people are back to just calling Stanton, you know, you know, a baby or just a piece of glass or or just hating him or whatever. If any, if you're gonna hate on anybody, at least hate on the training staff who's just. I don't know how they survive with their jobs after the season's over. Personally, I mean. It's just a testament to how incredible the Yankees are for having a season like this despite all of their hardships and all of the obstacles they've overcome with these injury with this amount of injuries that's never been seen in sports before. But they should be commended for it and the training staff, you know, just get mad at them or whatever. because honestly, as, as is right now, Stanton's getting hurt. he, he's, he did, he's doing nothing that almost every player on the Yankee team, didn't do throughout the whole year they've all gotten hurt at one point or another so it's just cool down with the Stanton hate I get I get it's more just frustration over the injuries overall because there have been so many of them trust me I'm frustrated too I'm not telling you to not be frustrated I'm just telling you to stop hating on Stanton for that he if it were up to Stanton he'd never get hurt (laughs) trust me if it were up to any athlete they would they would ensure that they never get hurt they want to be a part of the action So that's that. So I just hope Stanton heals up quick, and if he's available to pinch hit, hopefully he does. I mean, they said he strained the quad running down to first when when I I believe it was Correa at shortstop. He tried to make a nice diving play in the hole on the left side of the infield, and Stanton was running it out hard, and of course he did end up running it out for a single. That's when they say he hurt himself, but he had a home run after that. (laughs) So that's pretty crazy. But other than Stanton, of course, the Yankees again proved in the American League Division Series that they still own the Minnesota Twins. And the Minnesota Twins fans might as well never talk trash towards the Yankees or their fans ever again because it's going to take an awful lot for the Yankees fans to take the Twins seriously ever. Because for a 100-win team, other than the beginning of Game 1 when it was kind of a back-and-forth scoring fest between the Yankees and Twins, the Twins didn't put up much of a fight. Yeah, the Twins had their rallies in Game 3 in, game three in Minnesota, but Seve got them out, of you know, just shut down all those rallies, especially in the second inning, that incredible second inning when he got out of it. The bases loaded nobody out, Jam. And then just later on, the bullpen shutting them down. And Game 2 was just a murder. So it really, a lot of points throughout the series, even the 101-win Twins team. can't believe I got that out with getting tongue-tied. <laughs> so... Even a one hundred and one win Twins team, there were there was there were a lot of times when they sh- didn't show any fight. And after all the times in this millennium in the two thousands that the Yankees have just owned the Twins, and just after the Twins have gotten owned in the playoffs so much overalls they have, even not against the Yankees specifically, it's going to take a lot for fans of any fan base, until they break this consecutive losing streak in playoff games, it's going to take a lot for people of a fo- of opposing fan bases to take this team seriously. And the Yankees just again proved that they're their daddy. I hate to put it bluntly like that, but that's just the truth. It just is. So, the Yankees again proved that. An incredible series, moving out the sweep. I really thought that, th- that the Twins... We're really going to get at least a game out of that series. Uh, I was kind of surprised when they didn't. But again, I wasn't because it is the Twins. I don't know. (laughs) I, I just don't know. I don't think many people know, really. But I know a lot of people, not just myself, they had the Twins winning at least a game. It was kind of a surprise when they couldn't notch out at least one victory, especially at home. I mean, whatever, man. I mean, there were a lot of incredible moments in that series. Lots of big hits. Didi finally hit that monster grand slam that he desperately needed to turn around his offensive slump at least a bit. And Tanaka pitched fine in Game 2. Seve looked fine in Game 3. Paxson was okay in Game 1. And then we move on to the ALCS, which we will continue on with. Once we do the weekly recap, I'll just give a quick dish on it right now as far as what's going on right now in Yankees news. But as we all know, we know how last night's game ended up in Game 1 with Tanaka pitching great. Tanaka just pitched an amazing game. And again, as I said earlier in the show, if you do not think that playoff Tanaka is a thing, you need to wake up and get a reality check because you don't know what you're talking about. So he pitched great yet again questionable having him removed after six innings when he only had 68 pitches and he was as locked in as he he was, but it is what it is. It happened. It worked out. Don't complain about it. But you can wonder why the move was made because Tanaka was incredibly locked in. It's not criminal to wonder things, you know. (laughs) You could be glad that they worked out, but still question. It's okay. It's part of this wonderful democracy we have here in America. So... But this it was just so great yesterday, getting off to that start, shutting down the Astros, winning 7-0, Tanaka pitching that way, the bullpen getting it done, Glaber Torres having the best game of his life, five runs batted in at the age of 22 in ALCS Game 1. Downright incredible. As far as the matchup overall, the Yankees and the Astros, as I said earlier as well, the Rays made it interesting against the Astros, but you knew deep down, and I... Even though I was suspicious because I, I wasn't counting out Tampa at all. Someone did ask me, who you got, Houston or Tampa? I did say, deep down, I just still think the, the Astros are going to do it because the matchup, the rematch, as you see in the title, the rematch. It's inevitable. It's destiny, especially after 2017. This Yankee team is much different than the one that the Astros saw in 2017. The, 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 the three of the first four hitters in the Yankee lineup yesterday alone we're not on the Yankee team in 2017. DJ LeMay, he wasn't there. Glaber Torres wasn't there. Edwin Encarnacion wasn't there. You can even go to the fifth hitter, Giancarlo Stanton wasn't there. See how many new people were added to the team since 2017, making this offense that much more devastating. Do you see it now? So there you go right there. This rematch is inevitable. It's destiny. And clearly it is because it's happening. So with that said, before we go any deeper into the games themselves, why don't we have this flow real nicely into the weekly recap, which we only have a couple of games to talk about. Because since we spoke last Sunday, on last Sunday's edition of Yapping Yankees, of course, if you look then, the Yankees were already up 2-0 by then. They were off on Sunday, then Monday they played in Minnesota, that was the last game of that series, and then of course... All we have then is to talk about last night's Game 1. So we only have two games to discuss. So let's get into it really quick. I did mention some brief details earlier already about how Game 3 ended up. Severino getting out of some pretty big jams and showing that he has what it takes under pressure. He was really hyped up. Absolutely loved his energy and his enthusiasm. He went four innings, struck out four, allowed two walks, allowed four hits. No runs allowed. And Jake Odorizzi went for the Twins. He took the loss, allowing two runs. And then the bullpen after that would not do well. Rogers was... Rogers pitched two innings, only allowed a run. That was pretty good. But Sergio Romo allowing two runs and probably kept in longer than he should have been kept in. But nonetheless, let's get to the scoring summary of what took place. Right away in the top of the second, Glaber Torres squeaked a home run over the left field wall. This is in Minnesota, of course, to give the Yankees a 1 0 lead off Odorizzi right away in the, in the second inning. In the top of the third, Brett Gardner, RBI single, scoring Gio Urshela made it 2 0 Yankees. Then DD Gregorius, RBI single, made it 3 0 as DD just continued to just murder the Minnesota Twins. He kills the Twins. Then Eddie Rosario in the bottom of the eighth, finally got the Twins on the board with a solo shot of his own because Eddie Rosario earlier in the game also hit a hard ground ball into the right field hole. The shift was on and Glaber made an incredible play in the hole as he did last night as well, making a great play against Michael Brantley in game one of the ALCS. Glaber's defense has really been on point as is the defense overall. But Eddie Rosario is finally able to crack one off of Zach Britton to finally get them on the board, but the Yankees would just get the run right back, and then some. Cameron Mabin right away in the top of the ninth, solo shot, making it 4-1 to one, Yankees. Then again, Gregorius making it 5-1 to one on an RBI single. That would be the final score. The Yankees would drench themselves in some celebratory champagne, have the time of their lives, and move on to the ALCS, waiting for their opponent between the Rays and the Astros. As we know now, of course, the Astros did end up winning. And the Yankees are meeting them in the second round. Game one got underway last night. Let's get into that one real quick. Again, Tanaka, as, said, as previously stated, six innings shutout, four strikeouts, got the job done. Playoff Tanaka is real. Let everybody know about it. That doesn't already know because they're not paying attention. Zach Greinke went six innings, three runs, struck out six, seven hits. And then after Tanaka, you had Adovino, Britton, and Loisaka finish things off. And the Yankees would win 7-0 in an incredible Game 1 in a stadium where it seemed virtually impossible to win, whether fans out there think that it's stealing signs or what have you. And there was some more controversy about when they won Game 5. Lots of Yankee fans are going out there saying, hey, I think the Astros are stealing signs because if you recall in 2017 and 18, they were accused of also doing that. Because there were there were some people, they were writing articles about certain teams accusing the Astros of stealing signs in Minute Maid Park by having certain cameras by the third base side or what have you. There was just some controversy surrounding it. And when they won game five, I was saying, hey, you know, I personally don't like to jump right to those conclusions because the Astros are a really good team. And it's not really surprising when they just pile on with runs. They are a great offense. And I don't usually like to just jump to conclusions because... A lot of things could be happening when a team just jumps on a good pitcher like Tyler Glasnow, as they did in Game 5. Glasnow could just not have his stuff. The offense could just be on the money. Glasnow could be tipping his pitches, which, as we know by now, Glasnow ended up admitting to tipping his pitches, so I ended up being correct about it. But I was just telling everybody, I don't really like to jump to that, you know, they're stealing signs right away. I don't like to jump right to that. And it's a good thing I said that, because after the game was over, Glasnow did indeed admit... That he was tipping pitches. So, that's that. But there was some controversy. So, you know, whether or not that ended up being true or what what have you, the Astros have been really, really good, especially in the playoffs at Minute Maid Park. Even in the regular season. They had over 60 wins at home, I think. That's really good. But, last night, their luck at home would not prevail. Because the Yankees handed their own asses to them, to say the least. In the top of the fourth, there was some quick. There was no scoring going on in the first three innings. The game was speeding right by. But then, in the top of the fourth, led by Glaber Torres, who was really the hero of the game. Now that you think about it, he started things off in the top of the fourth with an RBI double to make it one nothing, driving in DJ Lemayhew. Then, in the top of the sixth, Glaber got under one real good, hit a solo shot to left field off of Granke to make it two nothing Yankees. Then, John Carlos Stanton with the strained quad. Solo shot made it 3-0, so happy for him. Then Glaber Torres dunked in a little two-run single after a great at-bat against Ryan Presley. Two-run single made it 5-0, Yankees. Then in the top of the ninth, Gio Rochella would add on another one with a solo shot to right field to make it 6-0. Then Glaber Torres driving in his fifth run batted in of the evening. RBI ground up, making it 7-0, and that's a score the Yankees would win by. So, of course, a remarkable, a remarkable game one for the New York Yankees. Very important to get that win, of course, with Verlander on the hill tonight. As we stand right now with this recording going on, it is 7.40 right now, so the game should be starting in about a half an hour, give or take. Because, as we know, these games never really start on time. It'll probably start around 10, 10 after 8 or so. So, about a half an hour away. So we're really getting close to game time. We're really getting close to the end of the podcast now too. So it's pretty fitting. I'll be sure to edit this bad boy up and try to get it up around the time the game starts. And you good people out there, listen to it whenever you can or want. Whatever you want to do. So that is it for the weekly recap. Because as you know, the Yankees did only play two games since last Sunday. This is the kind of things we're going to be getting. Because with the playoffs, less games being played with less teams and all that good stuff. So... We are enthralled in the ALCS, having the time of our lives. I still stick to what I was saying. I think this is the Yankees' year. I think they're going to do it. I don't think the Astros or anybody's stopping them. But I do want to mention real quick, lots of interesting stuff going on on the National League side as we transition, I guess, now into what's ahead and the current MLB playoff picture. Because in the, on the National League side of things, lots of interesting stuff going on. At the, to finish the NLDS series, you had two, what I'd call upsets, because both teams that I had moving on, that many people had moving on, I think, the Braves and the Dodgers, both lost in shocking fashion. The St. Louis Cardinals in Game 5 on the road, scoring 10 runs in the first inning. Most runs scored in a single inning in postseason history. Right away, just burying the Braves, giving them no hope in the first inning in Atlanta in Game 5. Devastating blow to the Braves. They went on home. And then after losing by two or three runs in the top of the eighth, the Dodgers blowing it in LA against the Nationals. The Nationals shocking the world, moving past the 106 regular season win Los Angeles Dodgers in Los Angeles, and moving on to the NLCS to face the St. Louis Cardinals. So that's a series going on right there. And, of course, you have you have the, the Nationals shockingly winning both games fairly easily, might I add, in St. Louis to take a 2-0 lead heading back to Washington in the NLCS. So if the Yankees make the World Series, can they very well face the Washington Nationals? That'd be something. <laughs> this is definitely the first year the, the Nationals have made it this far. So that would definitely make for an... Interesting matchup, to say the least. I mean, that that would be something else. <laughs> the Yankees against the Nationals. I know a lot of people out there, including myself, probably had Yankees and Dodgers, but it just goes to show you the playoffs are truly a crapshoot. Anything can happen. Absolutely anything. Craziness. It's absolutely crazy. And, of course, as you know, you already know the picture on the American League side of things. The Yankees heading into tonight's game are leading the Series 1 game to none. And, of course, they would have off tomorrow while the Nationals and the Cardinals resume their series, Game 3 in Washington, because they're off tonight. They're traveling back to Washington. But the Yankees and Astros will be off tomorrow regardless of tonight's outcome because they'll be heading back to New York to play again in Games 3, 4, and 5 on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, respectively. And then Friday, if necessary, if the series goes beyond five games, The Yankees and Astros would have all Friday, then play game six and, if necessary, also seven on Saturday and Sunday, respectively. So that is what's ahead for the Yankees. That's the entire Major League Baseball postseason picture as we stand right now in the championship series on both sides. Only four teams remain. Who is going to finish on top amongst them all? The Kings of 2019, the World Series champions. But as of now, before we even get past that, as the episode title says, we still have the, the Yankees and Astros rematch going on from 2017, and we ought to focus on that because it is a lot of fun so far, and we'll see how it continues. But for now, guys, that is the end of Yapping Yankees. The game is starting at about 20 minutes, so I'm going to edit this bad boy up, and I'm going to upload it and be sure to enjoy some Yankee baseball with the rest of you on Twitter, on Instagram, anywhere. I'm going to be tweeting my ass off, as always, as I always do, while the game is going on live because I have issues. And I might even post a couple of videos of me losing my mind. Who knows. But I do have to say this. I seriously do have to be careful with the screaming. Because like last night and many other games in the past. I really do like... I, I really irritate my vocal cords with how much I scream because I go nuts. And, and again, I am right about... I, I feel I'm right about what I said earlier. If you don't lose your voice at least once in the playoffs, you're really doing it right. But at the same time, you're talking to someone who's looking to do this as a career. (laughs) You know, talking sports, hopefully one day on on primetime radio and morning drive, afternoon drive, what what have you. Maybe even evenings if I could. I'll take whatever I can get. But, you know, someone who's looking to do this as a career, got to be careful not to rupture the old vocal cords there. (laughs) So tonight, I I think I'm going to, even though I'll still be, you know, obviously thrilled if the Yankees do a lot in tonight's game, but... I think I have to honestly be pretty careful and pretty uh, pretty vigilant when it comes to these vocal cords. I got to be careful because I am recording an almost one hour podcast even today, but I did do a good job of mostly resting my voice before this, and I'll try my best during the Yankee game, I promise. <laughs> but if the Yankees make it to the World Series, there will definitely be at least one edition of Yapping Yankees where I barely have a voice, I'll promise you that. I'll be careful, though, I promise. <laughs> so... Before we go, let's give our one last shout out to Team Left Jab as always. The Team Left Jab United Radio Network, they feature Team Left Jab Boxing Radio, Team Left Jab Uncensored, and of course, the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. Go follow Team Left Jab on all social media platforms and check out their sports content across anywhere that you can find podcasts Apple, Spotify, iHeart, you name it. The list goes on. Be sure to follow. Team Left Jab. And while you're at it, be sure to follow me, your boy, Mike Scudero, on all social medias. You start off on Facebook, find my fan page, at Mike Scudero NY. Then you can head on over to Twitter, the platform that I am definitely most disgustingly active on, at Mike Scudero. Be sure to interact on the poll there and DM me with any questions, comments, concerns, whatever you have on your mind. And you will also get another shout-out automatically for that as well. I always love talking to you guys. I'm almost at 2100 followers already, and I get I talk to so many of you all the time and I really have a fun time doing it. You you are you all are truly awesome. I hope you know that. I really do love you guys and I appreciate all the support on the podcast episodes as well. I always do. And also be sure to follow me on Instagram as well at mikescuds97. So, with that said, once again guys, thank you 3000 for listening. I'm Mike Scudero, and I'll talk to you next Sunday, October 20th, when I come at you with episode 18 of the Yapping Yankees. So be sure to enjoy the game. Let's see what happens with game two. Let's go, Yankees. And don't forget to keep watching Yankees Playoff baseball and keep being a savage in the box. Take care, guys.